0: Good, what's poppin'? Welcome back to Art vs. Life podcast. You rockin' with your boy QC. You know what I mean? Art Versus Life is a podcast by and for the independent artist and curator, especially the ones in New York City. You know what I mean? We're here to just take a look at the correlation between art and life. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a curator myself. You know what I'm saying? And as naturally as a you know producer, media, event producer, I like to dabble a lot, and I think that's kind of like part of what makes a person great. Curator or producers, because you got to really understand what people you collaborate with, what they do. You got to figure out also how to your surroundings, your environment, and how to make yourself have an actual purpose besides getting your name popping. So that's what inspired this podcast. You know what I mean? So, boom, I'm just going right out the gate. Happy New Year. Hope y'all had a good 2017. I hope y'all went through it with that fiery passion. And I hope you're kicking off your 2018 the same way. And also, and if you didn't have a, a good 2017 on the bright side we one year closer to Trump being in peace So there's that uh, Yeah, so uh, We got a good episode for y'all I got a chance to sit down with my man from the Bronx My man Trevor uh, CEO and founder of Cassidy Berry Consulting uh, The dude, Bronx Bound You know, got injured. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to blow the whole story up. You got to hear the story. But here's the synopsis, though, because there's so many gems in this joint. He started a consulting firm, basically, where he kind of teaching people how to start businesses and run businesses and whatnot. And he kind of really started to notice some nuances. It started with him and his critical outlook on the business structure of the NBA and in favor of the players. He you know what I'm saying, he he his experience, you know, in, you know, doing basketball or whatever, growing up being in, you know, into that, that was his path. You know what I'm saying? Certain injury, kinda like throw him off kilter, and then during his spare time on the injury reserve list, he started studying, you know, everything that he didn't like about the NBA and he found some interesting things. And he started sharing his findings and then fast forward. He's you know doing the financial consulting. He has a very strong outlook, you know, very strong focus on like building a local community, all that good stuff. You feel I me? Mean? Uh, very dope interview. Shout out to the Bronx. Shout out to Bronx native. Uh, the uh, the culture, clothing, And media spot out there by Lincoln uh, Avenue. You know what I mean? Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, shout out to the Feathermen. Shout out to the Phoenix. Uh, you know, Feathermen fraternity, Phoenix sorority shout out to uh, shout out to we shout out to jellyfam shout out to Getty you know what I mean omari you know what I'm saying I met trevor at this uh so he held, he hosted like uh you know uh a group thing where uh, people met him at the conference room at WeWork and he pretty much gave us like a uh, like a group seminar if you will where he kind of just gave us like yo this is Here's some fun facts for y'all to take with y'all type thing. And it was $15 tickets, not bad at all. We got there. The place looked nice. It was catered and all of that. He had Omari come through with the rasta pasta and all of that. It was fire. Never had it before that. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, so um, so definitely, and it was just a great vibe. It gave us, you know, and it wasn't like, and we met up in Harlem and just the culture, everybody that showed up was from the culture, you know what I mean? So it kind of just, and just like just the whole Culture, the swag, the vibe The way he, you know, shared the knowledge It wasn't like this, you know what I mean This fake, trying to be professional vibe Where, you know, you could actually connect with him And, you know, he, you know And it just felt a very, like a really comfortable vibe And we were very more vulnerable to soak in the knowledge That he had to share with us So it was a very good experience Um, actually there was a You know we're just gonna get ready to get right into the interview Uh, I think we got a couple more Uh so, yeah, oh, one of the fun facts, this interview sign, yo, fam, dude was, like, talking about how, like, one when you're in the NBA, I think in NBA and college, you can't start an LLC, you can't start a business. When you're in college, like, you can't be good at what you're doing with the college ball playing and have a job, but they also don't let you, like, sell stuff with your name on it. Only the school can do that. And it's kinda of like you look at the economic effect of that kind of stuff, because like this person putting all these, all these years, all this time, all this effort into this craft, but how ready for the workforce will this will this person be when they get out of there? And then if they're not even letting them monetize or capitalize off of their own name and what they bring it for this school, you know what I'm saying? Like like so basically like he has a whole philosophy around that. I think you'd be really interested. So we're gonna get right into it, yo. Trevor Casterbury of Casterbury Consulting. All right. <laughs> Welcome to all versus life. And, uh, you with your boy, Quinn, counselor, a Q, a.k.a. C. Um, uh, my boy Trevor from, uh, yo, Trevor, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. So, uh, do me a favor. The state, what it is you do, the company, represent, and we can go from there. And where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm from the Bronx, New York. Always lived in the Bronx. Um, I'm the CEO of Casbury Consulting. We're a corporate consulting firm, and we specialize in helping people plan, register, and launch their own businesses. And if need be, we'll stay on retainer and help people manage their business as well.
2: That's fire.
0: (laughs) Uh, And... uh, so uh if if your mommy asked you how old are you, bro, you, you can uh, you can
2: decline if you if your nah. lawyer's like, nah,
1: chill. <laughs> nah, nah. I just turned
2: twenty five, uh two months ago. Okay. Oh, what's okay, that's what's up. Uh what part of the Bronx? Uh well right now I live on the concourse. I grew up on one eighty first street, I
1: lived by Gunhill Road, I lived in Neck. I lived all over the Bronx.
0: Oh, oh, drive. oh, man, I got some, uh, we definitely got some interesting memories out there. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I word. love the Bronx. One in particular. <laughs> you said what? I said, I love the Bronx. Yeah, word. Um, we got a complicated relationship, but I love the Bronx, too. <laughs> uh, word. Uh so I got a complicated relationship with Brooklyn as well. I live in Brooklyn right now, but I'm from Harlem. Okay. Word. Nah, man, uh, so, so you and I met, we met at WeWork office, we met through Homegirl Tia and whatnot, and, uh, you were hosting a pop-up class.
2: Yes. Were and, uh, and, and it was themed after the question, what is an LLC? Yes. First of all, the class, you know what I'm saying, I sat into the junk, I was thoroughly relieved to see all color people in there. Yes, loved it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: Cause you know, uh, you know, so I went in there and, uh, you know, great vibe in there. So some familiar faces and, uh, and it, it felt like we were in a living room with some loved ones, you know, just the whole vibe that you had and you even had dude come through with the food. First of all, you fed us. The, the ticket cost $15. We were building, building look fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. The, the material was on point. It wasn't a bunch of fluff. You was just telling us basically the entry, you know, like what what the process would look like. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, it, it, and it was more than that. It was also like, the, you know, you was there to to get everyone connected as well. And uh, I think that was pretty dope for a lot of reasons. And we're probably going to go through a lot of reasons. But I just wanted to give a shout out to you for how you ran it. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're freaking 25 years old, you're a young buff. <laughs> I appreciate it Shout <laughs> out to you So um, I mean you went into it a little bit at the uh, At the uh, Like at the class what, what led you into doing this kind of work And what what led you to doing What was it like getting into Setting up this particular popo class And what led you into the work itself Alright so Uh I was I, I grew up
1: same as probably most kids in the Bronx, trying to go to the NBA, playing basketball, or getting there every day my whole life. And um, in college, my senior year at University of Akron, I had I tore my I separated my right shoulder, and um, it was in it was in February or March, I think. And at that once that happened, I couldn't play ball. Obviously, I couldn't work out. And, uh, oh, I was on a I was, I had, uh, they gave me whatever pain medication they gave me, but, like, I, I'm pretty adamant about not taking, uh, most medications that I get. And, um, so I just was staying up real late, smoking, and just letting my mom wander till I fell asleep because of the pain. And, uh, mm. one night I just realized, I was like, trouble like, what are you gonna do? Like, you graduate in three months, two months, and, uh, You can't play basketball, so what are you going to do, like, outside of engineering? Because I I went to school for electrical engineering. And um, Mm -hmm. I I was just real bored that night, and I just started, like, I was watching an NBA game, I think, and I just started writing everything I didn't like about the NBA. And then... Mm -hmm. Next next thing you know, it just turned into my own league, like a whole business plan in my own league. And that was the first business plan I ever wrote up. And I was mm. like I was like, Wow, this this is nice, let's see what else I could do. So I would just randomly like random companies that'll pop up in my head, I'll write up like how kind of how I think they operate and then mm. let's say I, I just assume, let's say everything I wrote down was right, I alright, how would I change that, you know, to say what I wanna do? And as I kept going deeper and deeper, you know, in the business plans, it started, you know, becoming more of a hobby. So I was just doing every day when I got back uh, from class. And I started getting better and better at them because, you know, every time you, you start doing one for a different industry, you don't know the rules, so you got to look up, you know, what laws and different loopholes are out there. And once I graduated in May of last year, um, it seemed like, all of my friends that I always had coming over talking about sports, I was always switching the convo to business every time. Mm. And then, um, that, I mean, fast forward to, let's say, this past spring, I moved out of my mom's crib, had my own, and I was just looking at how much money I had, and I'm like, well, I got to figure out a way to make some more money. And the mm. the two choices were either you know, get a new, get a second job, which I knew I wasn't really going to have the time for, or, um, try and cut my own expenses. And the biggest expense I had was rent. And I knew the only way to cut your rent other than moving was, was to have a home based office. or to have a home office with a home based business. Mm-hmm. So I was like, alright, well, that's it. Let's start looking up what home based business we're going with. And, um, from, from day one, I started doing my research. I was, I was actually, uh, about to, um, sign up for this dude Andre Hatchet. He has a notary pro, a notary school that he that he runs online Where Basically, he teaches people how to become notaries. They uh, they become mobile notaries, and you just go around getting clients and you
2: know notarizing whatever oh. paperwork they got. And um, can he notarize their own stuff? With... Say it again. Can notaries notarize their own stuff? Um, I honestly don't know. I I never, I never went into the um.
1: I never went into detail because I was—I basically was uh, in the middle of picking between the notary um, school or opening my own consulting company. Because I realized, like, if I talk to people, if I always got people coming over to my house to talk business anyway, I might as well start charging them for it. As
2: a fact, I, like,
1: <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, all right. Well, when May come around, that that'll literally mean that I've been out of school for a year. So that means I've been talking to people about business for a year. And I had already, you know, started getting into the stock market and all that other stuff, so it just seemed like the next move that was to be made. And uh, the the main, the the small part of it was basically a lot of, like that, a lot of the big business plans that I wrote up, you know, uh, remixed, you know, large-scale corporations. I realized the only way to get to that level was to have a lot of other investors around me. And Mm -hmm. the easiest way to invest is, you know, let's say... You Rather than $1,000 I'm giving you, I just figure out what it is exactly you're going to use the money for. And if I have a business, you know, that supplies that service or good, I just give it straight to you. So I realized I need friends around me that own businesses. So I was like, I might as well right. start a company teaching people how to open them. And from there, something will show.
0: Ooh. Pardon me. I, I make a lot of sound effects. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: right right it's like um uh, just like okay you
2: just take the people that's already around you and talk them how to do it <laughs> <laughs> word and it, it works it works
1: yeah i mean it, it hasn't been um it hasn't been you know very long Get into it like my business is only two months old but um I, I definitely have a bunch of friends that was in that class with you. I think it was only two people in the class that I had never met before.
2: Wow! Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, circle. <laughs> uh, right. Word, man.
0: Uh, yo, so, so, question: How'd you, how'd you know Tia?
1: Um, through ministry. Because uh, T- Tia
0: is the one that told me about your pop up uh, course. Yep.
1: I know. I know Tia through Menacing Townhouse on uh 142nd in Lennox. I'm a member of the order, for, order of the Feather Fraternity, and then we have a sister sorority, the the Phoenix Sorority. That she's a oh. part of. She joined the year after me, so that's how me and her ended up meeting. Wow, man. That, um, that uh,
0: uh that fraternity sorority is that the right term for it? Fraternity or sorority? Yeah. Okay. That's stuff is just a wave, man. I don't know if I if I told you this, but, um, well, Tia and I used to be in a dance group together. Oh, yeah? Yeah, facts. Like, uh, uh back in the day, my brother and I, we did a, uh, oh, man, I can't believe I'm like, I'm saying it's on air. No, I'm kidding. Um... But now nah, we used to, cause I used to like get light. Like, a lot of my friends used to get light like, also, and I always wanted to like do something where we like everybody's organized. And so my brother was like, "Yo, let's start a debt a light team," was, and that's what was yeah. popping at the time. That was like <laughs> yep, oh six. Yeah, everybody was would be you know? <laughs> That's the fact. Like you can get like all. It took a handful of people to start it off with, so you know what I'm saying. So we did that, and you know, um, and um. Freaking, actually, my younger brother came to me with the idea, and I was like, yeah, that's perfect. And uh, then we started, he grabbed a couple of his friends and started off with, and then from there on, it just grew. And I would have uh, sessions at my place every Monday, Wednesday, or Friday from 6 to 8, where they would be like, (laughs) like... like
2: uh
1: it would be like back then um, we was really treating getting light like it was basketball like people was getting light till they fell asleep
2: because
1: <laughs> I used to get light when I was younger it'd be like alright I got out of school it's too cold to play ball I right, I guess we getting
0: light that's a fact <laughs> that is a fact so would you get like some space and some music real quick like poof, <laughs> on all you needed was, all you needed was that
1: that uh four that four o'clock count and you was good that's
0: yeah. <laughs> all okay. oh, you needed <laughs> you need it. yo word though like and uh uh so uh, uh what am I about to say for you but yeah, man. So we was doing that job back then. Uh, oh, you know it's crazy though. To your point too, like because we had the session, it was like rehearsals, it was like battles, initiations, announcements, and all that. We have a session, and it would be times where like I'm getting home from of work, I'm getting ready to set up for the for the session. Uh, Cause we cleared out all the furniture. I open the door, there was like a line of like kids, you know, uh, <laughs> sitting down in the hallway. Like <laughs> some of them dad fell asleep. Like <laughs> I'm
2: like. <"Geez." laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's how she and i now, we got really close there, you know what i'm saying we stayed in such ever since thankfully uh so so it makes sense that that she was involved with something like that in fact i went to uh years ago i went to go i was about to be a featherman oh yeah yeah but i guess at the time of my life i just felt like you know so i was just looking i guess i was looking for something else you know what I'm saying? You know sure. how like you when you left a young man or whatever, and you just trying like you just trying to challenge yourself and stuff. You looking for whatever is the most challenging. And at the time, I couldn't see it because the age range was mm-hmm. so different it's from the people I yeah, started. started with. They were a lot of them was really younger than me. So I was like, I can't identify with some of these things that they trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I, and I need I need more support.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. the,
0: year, the year I did it, a lot of us
1: was a little older too. So. We was all like around seventeen, and a lot of us again. Like most of us, most of us knew each other. It was like eight of us that all came in from from the same step team in high school. So oh, that's when that I, I really was able to do it. I wouldn't
0: have did it uh, by myself, that's for sure. Yeah, I was about to do it by myself. It, it felt like right but I just something didn't I was like I can't I, you know I was like you know something's missing you know what I'm saying yeah, uh, yeah. probably that probably that <laughs> 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 my, my block or nothing like but uh Word. but that's dope though how you and T are both doing that yo uh, like I've heard a number of good things about that Feather and Phoenix thing or especially something that's like sensitive uh, around our community you know what I'm saying so like I, I definitely support that and it's good to be back in the loop with y'all yeah appreciate it you have you have some line brothers you know in the pop-up class am I right um, I had one line brother in the
1: pop up class. Uh, Omari, uh, he's a, he's a dude that, that cooked the Rasta pasta. He made it the year yeah. before me. Uh, Kamal, he's the one that went to start the the hair moisturizer business. Him and, uh, Getty, the one who was filming, they was both line brothers. And, um, yeah, my line brother was, uh, Sherrod when I was doing tattoos.
2: So no now we're doing what? Oh, word? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's fire. Speaking of catering, don't you do some catering yourself? No, no, what? Don't you do some catering yourself? Nah, definitely not. <laughs> nah. Yeah, no, that,
1: was was just, like, that was just that was just uh uh i think uh you walked in at the time of the pop-up class and we was making the the catering company llc like we was, it was just like a mock uh very, oh. it wasn't a real catering company yeah i'm about to say i'm like man this guy does everything <laughs> yeah no no
0: no i wish i right, man uh, but, but that joke was fired. So, um, so the, the pop-up classes you were doing, um, what kind of series is it? How is that, how is that set up?
1: Uh, the pop-up classes for this summer, we having. We got seven of them lined up right now. Um, hold on. I can, let me look at it right now. I can tell you exactly what all of them are. So we had our first one, What is the LLC, last Saturday. Um, on the 31st, Monday night, we got Developing a Business Plan. Um, on August 5th, that's a Saturday, we got, uh, protecting your business. August 12th, another Saturday, we got one, you must invest with five exclamation points. Uh, we got August 14th, uh, Monday night, family wealth development. And August 21st, another Monday night, how to expand your business. And then last but not least, Saturday, August 26th, financial college planning. Ooh. Mm financial college
0: plan that
1: sounds yeah mad and pertinent. all of it <laughs> oh yeah and then uh i'll make uh, I i made it a point to to put in at the second half of every class not just the first one we'll, we'll be doing that community business planning part that uh everybody likes.
0: all right well but, but uh before i forget what is like some ways that like people can like uh some platforms that people can find you on some way that people can look into what you do yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Cassaberry Consulting,
1: L-L-C. Cassaberry is spelled C-A-S-S-A-B-E-R-R-Y, Consulting, L-L-C. We're on Instagram at Cassaberry Consulting. Cassaberry is, again, spelled C-A-S-S-A-B-E-R-R-Y. And uh, you can <clears throat> find us on our website, which is Cassaberry.com, which Cassaberry, again, is spelled T A S S A B E R R Y dot com.
0: Right, and I'm glad you spelled out the Castleberry thing, because I can picture somebody that typing in the Castleberry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you don't know how
1: many ways that I've had that name spelled incorrectly, so I'll <laughs> make
2: sure I, I say it. Words, so you get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and you and I, you talked
0: about how like, uh, huh? No, I got it. Um... So, uh, you and I spoken about how you're looking to connect more with, uh, with people who are in sports. Uh, we were, during the class, like after like the course part was over and we had a group discussion, uh, portion, uh, we got, we got a chance to talk about some of the nuances of the basketball game and how knowing things regarding business can help them. And you were saying some things that, that kind of startled me. Like, why I like players, even college players, should be setting up the LLC.
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh one thing, the the mission, the end result of this business that I want to get to more than anything is I want to be able to help kids, you know, before they even get to look into college to already have LLC set up. So if I could, I'm right now I'm in the process of trying to find a contract, preferably with either a charter school or or a sports league or sports team or whatever, where we can bring in students and teach them the basis of, of uh, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, teach them how to open LLC, help them get funding for it, and hopefully, you know, won't have too many more of the athletes in the out of our neighborhoods going into college broke and graduating broke. Mm.
0: So what are some ways that, that LLC, setting up LLC, going into college, what? Why that would make a difference for a player? Is that something you feel comfortable going into on, uh, yeah, on there? Of course, of course. Uh, so I definitely I I
1: hate the fact that uh you can't you you don't you can't work as a college athlete. I mean some some do. They'll have a part time job, but if you play a D one and most D two uh, sports, you're not gonna have time for um for a job, let alone you know have permission to work one. And if right. you plan on registering with the NCAA Clearinghouse, you you have to prove, or well, you can't receive any benefits based off of your your sports appearance. So I could I wouldn't be able to, you know, be in a Nike commercial and then go register for the NCAA Clearinghouse because they would say, "Oh, I only got the scholarship, or I only got the spot on the team because I was in a Nike commercial and stuff like that." So mm-hmm. I, I still have a lot to say. I, I'm I'm thinking of uh. The kids like Isaiah Washington, who was a top uh, high school basketball prospect. I think he's going to the University of Minnesota right now in the fall. But uh, him and and the Jelly Fam crew, shout-outs to them because they're doing great things for the Trotsky area in basketball. Mm. But uh, I like the brand that they had created. And months ago, I I, kind of saw it happen. I'm just like, man, I hope they don't show up to a game this summer And some random dude is out there selling shirts with their (laughs) team name. Sure enough, that's exactly what the hell was happening. And I'm just like, of course. Like, still, no one is able to tell these kids, like, set up a business. Let's say, like, even you get to college and you figure out you're not allowed to sell your your shirts with your name on it anymore because you're a college athlete. You could still have someone else sell your shirt with your name on it. You know what I'm saying? Your school shouldn't be the only people allowed to sell a shirt with your name on it. It's That's the same way Lonzo, Lonzo Ball's father opened up that big bowler brand and was able to sell whatever he wanted while his you know while mm-hmm. his son were in high school and in college and all that stuff. But had his son you know tried to be out there selling shirts that said Triple B all over it and taking pictures, in then he would have got rejected from the NCAA. Call. Right. So I just want to push for students to start opening those businesses before they register for that NCAA clearinghouse. That Where they don't have to worry about losing their eligibility. Now, you can, like, mm-hmm. they can open a business whether they're selling shirts because they got a, bri- a branded name, but not everybody has a big brand like that. So they could, you know, have whatever kind of business. You could have a, a lemonade stand, a popsicle stand, you could sell socks, you could sell you <laughs> know, whatever you want to do. But uh, there's different, there's too many tax benefits for, for us not to know about. So one is, um, you're able to write, oh, essentially the business write off side of it. So you're able to write off, I think, fifty two hundred dollars towards your your school tuition. You're able to you're able to write off the rent that you'd be paying, uh, which would be um what is it um
2: what is that what is it called um books and board or something like that room and yeah. board room and board yeah. And you started it your freshman year while you were in college. Since it, since year
1: get another five thousand dollars of startup cost to write off, and another five thousand dollars of operational cost to write off.
2: And I'm just talking mm-hmm. like these are these
1: are things that you're going to have to spend money on anyway. That to the to least right. you can write them off when it comes to tax time and get a bunch back, as opposed to waiting mm-hmm. for a two thousand dollar refund check that you're going to blow in two weeks. Right, like I know all too much about being broke in college, so, like, I really hate it. And, like, I also don't like the fact that we got people going to college, you know, just to go. Just saying, oh, I'm going to go to college to learn this, this, and this, or get a degree. And not having a plan for what they're going to do with that degree. Because it's like a lot of people don't realize the the company that they're working for after college you don't you didn't even need a college degree to
0: open the company Let alone, but you need a college mm-hmm. degree to work at the
1: company
0: Ayo, mm-hmm. hey, partner in interruption, partner in interruption, partner in interruption You know, I gotta put y'all on to some hot fire real quick My boy J Don, for those who don't know, legendary freestyle rapper Young legend, if you will uh, we got a track from him called Goodbye. You know, to be honest, I really, like, He uh, every time I see him rapping, he's freestyling. I didn't even know he did tracks. So I thought he had something against it. But, uh, and I listened to this. I thought it was going to be rap, actually pretty uh, Shout out to Jay Dawn. Uh, we're going to get into this one. It's called Goodbye.
3: Hands up. Hands up. Hands up. This for my homies alive in the passing. Never forget that this life's everlasting. Hands up. Uh-huh. Hands up, uh uh-huh Hands up, uh uh-huh this for my homies, alive in the passing. Never forget that, this life's everlasting. Fly it in the wings on the 747. Lucky like Slevin, I get it poppin' like Smith and Wesson. Learnin' how to ball, the best and biggest lesson. And my flow is classic, like rockin' Mitchell and Essen. Barely finished school, but the haters never test them. Cause a wreck, I play Chester, I gotta check them. Cold blooded, gotta love it, how I get this paper. Runs in my blood, my pops is a gangster. This for my homies, it's alive in the passing. Never forget that, this life's everlasting. Things have been drastic. The years that have passed and I know you stay strong through these things when they happen I got fan from Italy back to Manhattan My body's an atlas, it's life that I'm mapping Trapping the jacking the rapping And acting, reacting and scrapping Distractions that damage embracing my blackness Facing the madness, erasing the sadness I face every day as they hate on my passion go like pack, man If this rhyme is garbage, I throw myself in the trash can Started from the bottom in the bottom of a trash bag Laying with a glass at, Prayer got me past that Flyin best invested time like Nazareth and Nazareth Folks talking record deals, man, I'm looking past that, past that School of hard knocks, I'm the class act Where class act, with a cash act This for my homies alive in the passing Never forget that this life's everlasting Waving up that threat to giant like SF Chasing that next check, he's day a lesson I leave him stuck like cement that you're stepping Step in the ring and get knocked out like Tekken staping up cheese, the mansion in heaven tarantula stepping to answer your questions Demanding respect, like flashing a Tekken Finally flexing like riding that Lexus. No love for Cali, but we still the best. And fuck your suggestions if you can't respect this. Game the die stepping. Got your boy stressing. Mom's diabetic, barely bringing checks in. I got this stepping. Matter of fact, step up till our life gets better. I got her forever. No days off, man. I'm chasing this cheddar. On a new level, the life of a rebel. Pinning these good rhymes and dreams of the good life. Bad women, good nights. Serving the good pipe. This for my hook, guys. Bad guys and good guys. Remember the good times. This is my good. Goodbye. hands up hands up hands up check 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 this for my homies alive in the past it. never forget that this life's everlasting. everlasting real talk
0: hands up uh-huh hands up uh-huh hands up uh-huh this for my homies alive in the past it. never forget that this life's everlasting, everlasting. Alright, that was uh goodbye by jay don you feel me dude's an actor rapper he does all kind of stuff man he's actually you no know, uh, we actually did like, some little film Being together He starred in a film Called uh, Keep Pushing It was about uh, A Bronx based rapper In uh, I believe The 80's and 90's You know what I mean You're in kind of fire yo. Um, but yeah That was Goodbye By Jadon Woodard You know what I mean Quick story about him I remember We went into the New Year's Last year together This New Year's Just passed Just now But the one before that uh, we, we did it at Secret Mansion Out there in, uh, Out there in Brooklyn Had a great time Dude's he a hell of a performer But yeah We're gonna get right back To the interview Alright this is uh, Trevor Casaberry from Cassidybury Consulting.
1: He's like, we need, we need more kids opening up businesses because the more kids that are opening up businesses, you got to think, like, if your, if your mom opened up a business before you graduated high school, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to open one up. But if your friend opens right. up a business while y'all are both in high school, now you're definitely gonna wanna open up a business. So it's just mm. opening business business up businesses, that'll be it's just a rapid, you know, growth of young people opening up businesses. It'll be kids that have opened up businesses that are teaching their friends how to open up businesses, along with the kids that are learning from me how to open up businesses, along with the kids that I teach outside of those platforms how to open up businesses. My niece and her friends are going to be opening up businesses. So it's just, wow. You need, you need young kids opening up businesses, whether they're athletes or not. I say the athletes in particular because they get so many restrictions on them in college and in high school where they're essentially not allowed to make money unless they go pro or graduate. Hmm. Um, also in talks with one of my cousins because I'm trying to help a lot of people you know that's in the prison system so they get out obviously it's very hard for them to get a job anywhere but the whole thing is it will be much easier if you just you know
2: apply to get an LLC because they don't ask if you have a criminal record on that application Right. Right. you know what I'm saying so yeah I definitely remember
0: that coming up too in the conversation about like how you know, um, and that's a, that's a, that's a um, that's like a current theme in that conversation about like, just, you know, economics or whatever. And bad people who've done it bad. it's like, you know, um, um, you don't need a college degree to open up llc Um, I guess, so I guess it just comes down to, I guess it comes down to exposures, uh, accessibility and, uh, I guess resources and the know-how, you know, um, and just, you know, people, you know, um, being around people who also, take that seriously. Exactly. So you don't feel like you're just in the woods by yourself. So I like the fact that you do a lot of group classes and that, you, that you're that you doing this within your network. You actually got me thinking of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, I do events and all of that, too. It'd be dope if, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, all directly you, you could, like, um, you know, uh, sort it out, of course. But um, having you, like, because I want to have people learn that as well. So I would, I would love to conduct, like, a group thing. Um, also, and also to like see if there's any grassroots organizations that I know of, larger organizations that I know of, or any kind of entities that I think that, you know what I'm saying, uh, can use your services or it will help you reach your ultimate goal. work I think that'll be lit, man, because, you know what I'm saying, um Trump woke a lot of people
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was thinking this way before Trump, but I do, I will say, um, I can I can guarantee you how dirty his books and all of that must be for him to be firing all these people and have all these people talking about his businesses opening up his books. There's no time better than ever to open up a business now. You don't got to worry about the paperwork being complicated or nothing. Because Trump is mm-hmm. not going to complicate business paperwork, I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> he got
1: he got too many dirty businesses to be to be uh you know complicating up them packages.
2: you're never going to throw your
1: money on the stock market for a little while or open up a business and let it run see what happens do it while he in office because you know once he out we don't know what that next person going to do but you know for sure sure he's keeping the books nice and messy (laughs)
0: that's a fact y'all ain't never seen so much so, so much government staff look so stressed out.
2: <laughs> Word. While <like.
1: laughs> hey, oh, like, nah, wow, wow, y'all saw all of that out, I'm going to be over here investing. <laughs> Hopefully Back. by the time I'm done, or by by the time Trump is done, I've got all my investments in place. That way the next person come in and start putting all these restrictions on what you could do and how you could do it, I, I'm just grandfathered in. Like, oh, no, nah, I did that when Trump was in office. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear that. That's smart, bro. Oh, also, I'm going to ask you. Uh, you were telling you was telling me about uh jelly fan, uh How that started? Can you tell me a little bit more about what that is and how it started? How my business started? or No, no, uh, jelly fan. Because I remember you talking about it in the class. I thought that was pretty dope, and it, uh, I think it was a good test, a good uh testament to some of the things you're talking about, as far as oh, what jelly fan is.
1: Oh, so that—that's literally just the name of, of these kids, like the the name that this group of uh, elite basketball, high school basketball players go by. Like all their Instagram names is this Jelly Fam and Jelly Fam. That they they fans always leaving little grape emojis under all their highlight videos and all mm. that stuff uh so the, the jelly I, I know when when i was in uh college like in new york jelly was like the nickname for for a finger roll but it was usually like if a defender came to block the shot you hold the ball around and at the last second whipping around but um yeah it was, right, like
0: you gotta, like, you're about to the the turn into a finger roll
1: so now yeah, cause, cause now more than ever, I hear kids in the park yelling Jelly like, and it, we weren't <laughs> yelling that when I was younger. We was yelling Kobe, we was yelling Jordan, right. everybody was shouting, dunk. But now you got these short kids like, forget a dunk. I'm jellying on everybody. I'm like, go ahead, man, jelly, <laughs> you know. But, but yeah, man, I just I wish I wish I wish I had like had I known any of them kids or if they find a SS. Something happens where they're able to hear this interview before they go away to college. Hopefully I can put, you know, the bug in their ear about it because there's no reason why they should, you know, arrive to their games and there's random people selling gear with they they squad on it just because they didn't get it,
0: you know, trademarked or, or, or get an LLC with that name. Right. Because, like, it, it, there'd be people who, like, has no affiliation with who be out selling merchandise yeah. and that kind of stuff. But meanwhile, a lot of these kids are trapped in the the, in the school system and can't really... Make money outside sure. of the system they're in. Exactly. Like ima-
1: imagine but, you would. Imagine you couldn't make money of your name, but I started selling. You know, Quentin Count shirts. I'd be tight. Whoa! I, I I'll, I'll probably have to get sick. Like this kids friends. that go through that every day. Like this kids playing in college. Like remember, there's certain colleges that that got the jersey, the the name on the back of the
2: jersey. They sell those jerseys on campus. Them players don't get none of that money. That's crazy. How did they survive, first off? How did you he... <laughs> How do you survive as a college athlete? You... I don't know. I wasn't a college yeah. athlete. But uh, I can tell you, I was broke. You ain't got to be an athlete <laughs> to be broke. <dope. laughs> so that's for sure. Oh, I no, man. I hear that, bro. Like, because uh, like, I'm curious, like, if they're
0: not able to earn money outside of that thing, like, and they're spending all of their time training and going to games and. You know, staying out of trouble is like, whoa, who
2: feeds
0: them? <laughs> <laughs> right. You <laughs> know, yeah, they, they, they no, no, they, they
1: get a meal plan and stuff, So they just eat on campus and everything. But like when I was at Akron, uh, all, all the football players got like the unlimited swipe meal plan with a, with they um, uh, either with a scholarship or with a spot on the team. I don't know if it was only scholarship. Meal plans. That. But, um, it was like, by some people don't want to go to campus to eat every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact. Else. And right. uh, I mean, I, I guess I guess that's the price you pay. It's just not the price you should have to pay. Because like if I'm a, if I'm a D1 athlete that's been selling out arenas in high school for two years, and now I'm selling out arenas in college for another two years, like there's no reason why my last two years on campus I shouldn't be able to make a little bit of money. So. Um. And then you see like how they treat some of these players. Like think about the last time you saw on ESPN. They talked about somebody selling their autograph or something like that. They had they they basically put up the same picture that go on their sports profile like it was a mug shot. And they treat them like they really broke a law or something like that because they made a few hundred dollars mm-hmm. honest jerseys off their own talent. If they would have signed that, Damn. if I tried to sign jerseys like that, <laughs> but I wasn't good enough at basketball, I bet you the school wouldn't have been mad at me. You know, Mm. it just don't make no sense. And I mean, I I, I feel for athletes specifically because that was, you know, what I was was trying to be when I was young. I wanted to be a pro athlete. I wanted to be a college athlete. So when you figure out that it ain't all it's cracked up to be when you get to college, it's like, wow, this kind of sucks. Mm. And then, um, you know, even when you're a student, that's not a a college athlete. You're just a student going to school you know, out of state just because you're trying to get out the city and then you realize, wow, like, because I'm out of state, I'm paying double intuition tuition what everybody else is paying. And it's mm-hmm. harder for me to get a job out here because I'm not from out here. I ain't got no call because I'm from the Bronx, so I'm from Brooklyn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and anyway, oh. <laughs> only thing I could do is work on campus. I remember I got a job on campus in Akron for, for 7 seven fifteen 15 an hour. And I'm like, $7.15? Oh. That's not even a minimum wage in New York. What I'm like working for that here, so, you know, like, and I'm and I'm paying the most out of everybody else working in tuition because I'm the only one that wasn't from the mm-hmm. line. Wow!
2: Like,
1: and I remember when I was in uh, another thing. I remember looking up because I, I did a lot of uh, research for a lot of those business plans I was telling you about. But uh, like another thing people don't think about is is going to college in another country. Like I remember being younger, saying I wanted to go to college in Cali just to get as far away from New York as I could. Right, like. <laughs> as far away from New York as I can is off the country, not California, right? You know, like, if, if you're willing to go to Miami for college, then you should be willing to go to another country for college. That ain't nowhere near here. The weather is nice in another country as well, and I'm sure it's much cheaper in another country than going to University of Miami or something like that.
0: Facts. but well, I lot mean, you think don't. to better than cheaper.
1: Yeah, like uh, obviously you're not gonna learn that in high school here, because why would they teach oh. people how to go to college in another country? Right. <laughs> and then, right. Another reason why I need to really bring the financial literacy to people is like I know a girl. Uh, she's from the Bronx. She got a, a, a BA in uh, business administration or something like that, and mm-hmm. or business administration and and management, something, something along the lines. And, right. he, and I asked her, I was like, all right, so uh what do you know about starting a business? And she said nothing. They never told her anything like that.
2: Oh, I'm like, you got a B. B. in
1: business and they never taught you how to start oh, a business? Start a business? like, nah. What? They taught me everything about, they, they, turn up, they teach them everything about running a business, but they don't teach them how to start a business. i like, wow. She got a degree at Trump University. like how you No, well i figure if you go to uh, if trump university did exist you would learn nothing but how to start a business right right (laughs) they might even teach you how to to hire somebody that could run it for you but they're going to teach you how to start it but the one thing they definitely not teaching people even in business like think about imagine you a a business major and you find out that the person teaching you business don't own a business and
2: never ran a business word i mean How can you teach me how to run a business if you don't run one? You an employee. Oh man, don't get me started. Sure. I slander I slander this
0: whole system right
2: now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, just,
1: it's too many. Too many things coming against us when it comes to this. Like, I uh, also like it's a nice little saying I like to tell some of my friends is like, if you think uh, white people got more rights than you, wait till you read how many rights corporations got. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, white people will, will, will wish they was corporations if they realize the difference between those rights.
2: Like yeah, wow. corporations would half the rate that that workers get taxed at. I'm sorry, say it again. What corporations get tax get income tax at half the rate of regular employees.
1: So an employee would get taxed mm. at thirty five percent, a corporation would get taxed at fifteen or sixteen percent. Wow, you know what I'm saying, but the corporation make way more money. Why the hell would they only be paying fifteen percent? That is kind of yeah. weird, though. And that, and not even just weird, but it's not like some people should know. <laughs> it works. Just like okay, so how do I cut my my uh,
2: taxes in half? Oh, get an LLC. Got it. That is <laughs> but, nine hundred dollars, and now my my taxes the rest of my life is cut in half. Mmm. Well, that sound like that sound like uh, something you to do with that income tax check.
1: <laughs>
0: word, word.
1: <laughs> that, that, I, use, I use part of my income tax check to start Casper Consulting. Weird. Oh yeah, you told me that you like you feel you feel yeah. good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> feeling good after income tax. Now like, they was able to move out. Uh, cause I had saved up money to move out and it just so happened I, the income tax check hit perfect timing and boom, was able to, mm. you know, furnish the apartment, start a company and then, you know, mm. throw, throw, the, throw the rest of it on stocks and then it was just back to regular living. So like while I'm really, while I'm living regular, like it feel like I'm broke, but like every once in a while to make myself feel good, I'll check my stock account, see I got some money in there and I'm like, all right,
2: cool, cool. Then I'll go back to about my business. Yo, what was what was your light Feet name? What was my light Feet name? I wasn't
1: in a uh, a crew or nothing like that, but so it was simple. It was just Trev Light.
0: Trev Light. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, funny, yo. Uh, yo, you know what's funny? That was like the era too. Like you add light at the end of it. Yep, yo, know that's what man, you know. had to
1: do. Light and then live. That became the. <laughs> <laughs> Or dollars. I knew, I knew like four dudes, four dudes named Aunt Live and Aunt Live. I mean, Ant Live and Aunt Live.
0: You said four dudes. <laughs> Word. Nah, like yo, so like, what? Well, yo, talk a little bit about what that Lifey movement was like back then. I ain't gonna I miss those, those days. Not to say that it's all the way gone, but it just, it feels a little different. Maybe it's age, I don't know. I uh, know, so so
1: like, like a powerful movement, like, especially with like breakfast yeah, clubs, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So back then, it was like light feet was almost like a uh, like New York City street ball for the kids that didn't play ball. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like you you had kids who could be doing whatever they wanted to do, but instead of going out being dumb, they in the park dancing all night long. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like. Well
1: a lot more com- I mean, they you still gotta deal with like cop stopping you and other dumb stuff like that, but it's a lot easier to be cool when you just like let me let this dude check my ID so I can work on my tone walk versus <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me, let me give him his ID even though I'm just on my way home anyway and I'm hungry and all of that. So I mean I used to love it. Like I used to love walking home from school and randomly hearing clack, clack 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 like four blocks away, Whoa. you just start looking around like where do you get like that? But, good word, uh, I got nephews. out. Now, I was Yeah, and I was still mad tall back then. I'm six five now. So back then I was probably, I came into high school uh six two. So yeah. I was getting like six sixty two having a good old time. People were looking at me like I was crazy, but like <laughs> once I really once I really started getting good at it, like they respected it. <laughs>
0: Right, right. That's the only way to get respected as a tall light feeder. Good. <laughs> you I, got definitely, nice I, I love that movement
1: for sure. And, uh, like, my my dude Getty, the one that was filming, he actually did the filming for, uh, Light Feet Elites, which is, uh, essentially the, the, I don't know if, it, if it's considered a new light feet movement, because it still got some of the older dudes in it. Like, um, yeah. Who's that? I know that uh, Mr. Jones is still there. Um, those. So and I don't, I don't even remember who else. I just remember from the last time I spoke to Getty. It was a few other names that I remember. Most of them I didn't know because a lot of them young. Know, he said, uh, "Mr. Jones, uh Pat, and then, then whoever else." I don't know. I don't know if probably still in. I only, I only seen a few videos uh with my dude, but yeah, like they definitely still going hard. Like the the only few differences I seen, like the things that I kind of wish they still had. Was uh? Remember back then they used to have um that dude D Cole used to used to freak all the beats and all of that and just had a beat the group and it was like as soon as your energy died down the other dude was jumping in to start dancing it was like as soon as you saw his energy uh, died down you on it like there was no right. there was no actual two minute round where you just got to do whatever you want and mess up and all that stuff so it was it was right. way more energy and then and you got to sit you got to do an awkward round. Word, word. So, I, and uh, one of the do, one of the stuff, I, one of the things I liked about it before was having the uh, the three judges at the end. Yeah, who won and all of that stuff. And it was it, it wasn't really about you know being flashy and like that. It was just about who's about to go the hardest in this circle for the longest amount of time. Whoa, Whoa. And I was
2: just, yo, I, this I, ain't team had, this, had it, bad yeah, a battle uh-huh. or It would, huh? I was, I was chubby in high
1: school, so I ain't had the stamina to be battling, though. <laughs> I can picture the
0: sweat and perspiration. <laughs> <laughs> or, Now I'm over the, uh, I used to love battle with the cyphers where, like, somebody battling and somebody that does crazy moves and everybody go crazy and the battle's over. Like, <laughs> I used to love that. Or, <laughs> man, um, yeah, I definitely miss those days, too. And, like, I'm about, I miss how uh, uh, you could, like, you could peek who got light or not just by how they dressed because he wore light heat appropriate clothing right? <laughs> some things you just you. can't
1: hey, you, get you a real get light head if you ain't have a, a pair of beat up adidas in your bag hey,
2: ba- yeah. in your bag like an extra <laughs> issue
1: Man, I, was, I was real <laughs> close to getting a pair of adidas until I told my moms what they was going to be
2: for and then that was it definitely couldn't <laughs> get it after that like, <laughs> nah <She was> not- <laughs> She's <laughs> like, you going to do what with them? Nah. Word. <laughs> Word. Nah,
0: man. That, that, that was like a nice little walk through memory lane and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm try- oh, I am I want to interview your boy Getty, too, next.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. Word,
0: man. Yo, but thank you very much for your time for the interview. I think it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it was also nice for us to catch up and all of that, yo. Um. Thank you for the support. Of course Brody, um, where well, I'm, I'm a little bit sleep deprived so I didn't get some breath anyway but yeah, but yeah, this is Auburn's Life, it's your boy Quick, I And uh, Alright, alright Hope y'all enjoyed that, you know I mean? As you can see your boy Trevor, that's a funny dude But also like, you can tell he put a lot of thought in the way he do um, very inspiring, um, you know what I'm saying. Conversation, we even got to talk about the, the lifey days back in 06 and all of that. So, uh, shout out to that, shout out to Mr. YouTube, Cryberry, and all that. Um, yeah, so you can subscribe, you know, you can uh, follow him on Instagram at Cassaberry Consulting, that's C A S S A B E R R Y Consulting, and you can also go to the uh, website, Cassaberry.com. You know what I mean You can get the whole rundown Of what they do and how um, But yeah yo Art vs. Life fam You feel me Shout out to Tev95 on the beat Because every superhero Needs his theme music You can follow us On Facebook Or Instagram um, You know On Instagram is, uh, 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 uh AVL Podcast you No, know, no, Art vs. Life Podcast On IG And Art vs. Life On Facebook You know Follow the fan page You get notifications On new episodes And all of that good stuff um, listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Mixed I already said Google Play. But yeah, all of that. Know what I mean? Uh, holler at us. Feel free to hit me with any kind of questions, comments, all that good stuff at avlpodcast.gmail.com. This is your boy QC, and I'm signing off.